starting to get to know myself and my cosmic patterns more intimately and that just comes from observing moments of the year where I'm more visible in terms of know the zodiac and the consistency of podcasts and horoscopes and sharing astrological knowledge with the world and then moments where I retreat more into my Scorpio cave I'm a Scorpio for those of you who don't know I am a Scorpio sun rising Mercury and Pluto and then I have a moon in Virgo so a lot of my strength comes from solitude and so retrograde season this is all to say that I'm realizing that every year ever since we started this podcast around retrograde season I tend to just kind of take a breather and uh, integrate all of the different shifts that are happening in that retrograde season brings to the forefront of my consciousness so that took place this year from April 2019 until October so we just now are coming out of it and it just so happens (laughs) that I was able to schedule time and feel really excited about getting back into podcasts and sharing and catching up with you all because I know that if I am feeling this energy that means the listeners and the KTZ audience also are transitioning and shifting and if you all have listened to my earlier episodes you know that we are all taking part in the 2020 ascension which is a journey of lightness ideally getting to a place of lightness and in order to get there we do have to face our depth we have to face our shadows we have to face our fears we have to release a lot we have to become more accountable for the growth that we want we also have to learn how to laugh more and take things less seriously take ourselves and others less seriously And so for me as an astrologer, as empowering it is to be able to help guide humanity through enlightening us all about what the cosmic planetary energy means for us, it's also really empowering for myself to study the universe that exists within. And I think that's exactly what retrograde season did for me. In order for me to be the best teacher and guide, I have to really get to know myself intimately. And uh, what I do know is that I have given birth to many new selves these past few months, and I know I'm not the only one. There's been a lot of cycles of death and rebirth and um, particularly with Pluto and Saturn retrograde since April we just now made it out of those two 
being retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. And uh, I know there's a lot of things to break down about that because it's so subtle that at first you don't realize your transformation is happening and then all of a sudden, wow, it's in your face. It's like, oh wow, this whole time I've been working my way through this and there's no one better to honestly debrief all of this cosmic madness than with our incredibly amazing Capricorn rising podcast producing queen India who's here with me I'm in the studio in LA my favorite spot to be in LA and uh she's right here hey Indy <laughs> hey Dose Ooh. I'm so grateful to have you here Ooh, the feeling is mutual <sighs> how was retrograde season how are you feeling coming out of it a few weeks out? I feel like I am a completely different person. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, it, it feels like perfect timing that you're here because when you go through these deep inner journeys and you do all this really intentional work on yourself, and you're with yourself every day, you don't necessarily see the growth that has happened, mm-hmm. but when you can check in with your chosen family, mm-hmm. you realize like, oh my gosh, I am different than the last time we were together mm-hmm. even. Yeah. And I feel proud of just really intentional new habits I've been setting in my life that ah, they make me feel so much more grounded mm-hmm. in something solid and authentic and nourishing yes than I have probably ever felt before but it's been very difficult you know oh yeah oh <laughs> <sighs> I feel like we're both just like breathing deep <laughs> your whole trip we're just both like Yes, and Libra season has been helpful with that. I realize I've been focusing more on my breath during Libra season. So shout out Libra season. Mm -hmm. The airiness. And Mars is in Libra right now, too. So that's also like the planet of action is encouraging us all to breathe through it. So I know everybody listening to this. Also, you, you probably feel like you're someone brand new and it can be a little terrifying. Um I think it's right around, yeah, in the middle of retrograde season, like this July that I began to start doing personal training that I was talking to you about in terms of like having a personal trainer. And uh, I wanted to implement discipline and habits that can help, like you said, me feel more grounded and centered. And I think the lessons that I'm feeling through these past few months doing this is very connected to the lessons of retrograde season. So like there were times I never thought I could do some of the exercises that I'm currently doing. And there are times I really had limiting beliefs about my own strength. And I think retrograde season encouraged us to 
push past those limiting beliefs step by step, even if it wasn't a linear process, even if you began and then you stopped and then you began again, or you began and then tried something else. And just the, the desire to challenge yourself and to believe that there's another way you can revisit your your goals and revisit your intentions for yourself um Mm -hmm. yeah i i feel like without those habits and structure that wasn't always consistent for me i i know that especially in terms of my work habits there were moments where i was really driven and then moments where i was more in like a Afraid of what will happen if I really integrate that structure. Mm-hmm. I I had moments where I knew what I had to do exactly, but I was just like kind of afraid of what the next level was. Mm-hmm. And so retrograde season was a good time to face those fears, to be like, okay, where does this stem from? What can you do to let your inner child know it's going to be okay? Um, and so now that I'm coming out of retrograde season, I'm starting to feel an increase in confidence, an increase in awareness. Um, but I know that if you don't have that sense of stability, somehow retrograde season can feel a little overwhelming because of everything that comes up. I know there were sometimes I was deeply overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by all this challenging energy. Um, so what do you think I know I know some of our listeners might be feeling yeah they still feel the shadow effects for example of Saturn and Pluto retrograde we're still going to feel it all through October and some of November will feel the shadow so if you're still feeling like you're you're still trying to get your head above the water there's no clear you know black and white way to do it but just know that shadow periods are kind of like an additional push, an additional push for you, an additional push in whatever direction you think is necessary to be able to breathe a little easier. And so it's a very personal process. And I, I agree that as we go through this personal evolution, we need to check in with our network. I think that's so important. Too often, retrograde season can make it feel like we're going through all this all by ourselves. Mm-hmm. It feels so lonely. Yeah, and it then does. we connected with, we connected, but then we connected with some of our friends last night. And just so many of us are going through similar things that we can, we can support each other more than it feels like we can in the moment if we're just willing to make a habit of checking in with people who really are supportive and really really remind you who you are yes oh yes um oh yes and uh i think one of the biggest skymates healing experiences of retrograde season is when the person who reminds you who you are also maybe is associated with like romantic connections that can be all-consuming or the type of connection you're afraid of losing even if it's not romantic sometimes it can be a really intense best friend connection 
or some form of twin flame connection, which aren't always romantic. Um, but especially, I would say, the romantic ones, because uh, another major retrograde that started this summer was Neptune, the planet of illusion and fantasy, being retrograde in Pisces. So I know people were often feeling uh, like elements or people from the past were resurfacing in their lives and maybe they had to use retrograde season to decide really if they wanted to continue with this energy release it transform it and uh sometimes i know the limbo was was a place where it felt safer to remain during retrograde season it's kind of like uh i, I don't really need to make a fixed decision right now and there's actually no right or wrong it's just that now that retrograde season is coming to an end I think many people are starting to feel like yeah the groundedness is necessary and uh, the desire to commit to one's self commit to one's true desires that can't really be ignored and so romantically I know people were healing from the trauma that can come with indecision there can be a, a certain trauma that comes from not committing to yourself and to your own needs so whether that's trying to keep things safe and familiar for the other person involved or yourself or a combination of both or whether it's just denying yourself your own desires and not expressing your truth and when you don't express your truth, that's a whole other type of language that exists anyways, um, because everything is energy. So your truth will try to express itself otherwise. It might express itself through passive aggressiveness, through coldness, through your body language, the eye contact, and that's just a whole other world. And as we get to 2020, more of this nonverbal communication will become something that humans are more and more fluent in. So basically being honest with yourself is going to become more of a requirement because people are going to be able to know what you are anyways. Um, and so there's no need to be afraid. I know maybe some Geminis and Aries and Libras and um, some Sagittariuses and definitely even Scorpios that we love our secrets. But those <laughs> of us who uh, uh, may sometimes not necessarily feel always comfortable with vulnerability and like yeah allowing ourselves to be seen seen uh retrograde season was somewhat of a challenge for us because people wanted to see understand and connect with us profoundly and if we haven't taken the time to i know a lot of us are introspective and work on doing that with ourselves but we might not always feel as comfortable consistently letting other people see us in that way so I think that was probably some sort of theme for a lot of skymates is like hmm how comfortable am I allowing myself to be fully seen not by necessarily everyone but by those that deep down I want to be seen by but I may have trust issues about yeah, just like the battle between the status quo of protecting oneself and pushing people away or ghosting someone or playing hard to get or all of that, that battle. And then the, the battle of 
what if I release the story of how I'm supposed to react? Mm-hmm. What if I really release? And that's very retrograde. Release, renew, review, regenerate, redo. And that was a battle that I think is still kind of ongoing in our consciousness. It's like, wow, there's so many narratives that are told to us since an early age of how we're supposed to react in relationships and our higher, not even higher self. There's just a knock, knock, knock that's happening right now where it's like there, there's another way. There are multiple other ways. Mm-hmm. And retrograde season may have awakened us to the other ways but isn't that sometimes overwhelming oh my gosh yes (laughs) yeah like I just felt like I went on a major like you guys got a glimpse of some of the retrograde season thoughts I've been having about like oh wow we don't have to do this in the same way we thought we did and that can be weird yeah it leaves just like a giant gaping vacuum emptiness of potential really it's a gift but it can feel like where do you even start then if 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 I don't have to do the thing I thought I had to do forever Mm -hmm. then whoa what do I replace it with what would Mm -hmm. I do instead Mm. and I know when you think about it that way that can be a very exciting way to look at it what will I do instead and that's true life is full of perspective and (laughs) Sagland Jupiter retrograde had ended August 11th and that made it like whoa what will I do instead it's funny how there's so many ways you can say that sentence you can read it and say what will I do instead you can be like what will I do instead yeah it could literally be like Wait, what? What will I do? Yeah, yeah and, and I do think that we felt all of those mm-hmm. types mm-hmm. of. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely it. And so if we got too lost in the overthinking, it became paralyzing. And I know Jupiter and Sagittarius going direct could lead to a lot of what we asked for during retrograde season to all of a sudden manifest. And sometimes it was before we were fully prepared for what we asked for. And so it's never too late to prepare. It's never too late to prepare even more for the future, to learn about how much you actually need. I think that's a big lesson with Jupiter and Sag, is that it's so expansive that at times we can be overindulgent in our requests from the universe. And that causes us to spread our energy a little too thin because we're trying to make room for all of the requests that we've asked for Mm -hmm. i know when jupiter was retrograde it asked us kind of trim some of those requests to more of an essential kind of list and it was a work in progress i think with jupiter still in sag until december 2nd it's still a good time to really be like, what do I really desire? What do I already have? And yeah, before asking for more, like, hmm, what am I doing with the resources I already have? Mm -hmm. I feel like that was a big retrograde theme. Yeah, it really was. (sighs) It really was. And it can feel humbling sometimes to be put in the position where you're like, 
oh, my fantasy version of this is not going to be immediately mm-hmm. within reach. But then you you release your expectations and then you get creative about what you really literally have within reach right now that you can make something complete with. And you just have to start with what you have. You really do. Mm -hmm. Because even if you get a whole bunch of resources right away, there's just so much learning to do in motion that it can be such a blessing to work out the kinks on your own, like just fig and figuring out your own voice too, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a thing for me for sure this retrograde season and so i i know that our upcoming mercury retrograde it's not going to be as intense because it's one of the only planets that will be retrograde other than neptune and so i want to encourage us as we shift out of this retrograde season energy because we will continue to feel the shadow for at least another month But as we shift out of it, really even the moments that felt like you were at your lowest or your loneliest or your most misunderstood, I encourage you to look at them with more curiosity now that you've made it through. Mm. And not even in a way of, look how strong I am. Look how I've overcome all this. Because I don't want you to internalize that you always have to be this strong sky mate. Because no, retrograde season reminds you of moments of when you are weak. Mm -hmm. That is definitely what happened this uh, retrograde season for me. Yeah, It'll push your buttons. It will push your buttons. Oh, yes. Um, there was a moment where my ATM cards, weirdly, were getting, my, my, my debit cards were getting eaten by the ATM. Like, basically, when I would put them in, the ATM would not take, give them back. And it was, like, an interesting, it, I was in foreign countries, so it wasn't always easy to retrieve them. And so sometimes it was literally a release, and I have to cancel the card and, you know, figure out a new process and... And that was very Saturn and Jupiter retrograde energy and Pluto retrograde energy teaching me about my relationship to, you know, monetary and physical objects um, and how I can learn to release. And and uh, yeah, just it took me a while now that it's after the retrograde, I can look back and have this greater awareness and it's and 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 that's going to help me moving forward with my relationship with all things material and financial to have a more of an existential view on them but at the moment when it was happening i definitely got frustrated i was like what's going on why does this repeatedly happen and so i think if there are repeating lessons that were happening to you this summer now with months having passed you might have a different perspective on them than when you were in the moment and maybe you were really frustrated or sad or felt like yeah things were not working in your favor sometimes we get the impression that luck is not on our side when in reality 
the universe might be protecting us from something, mm-hmm. um, might be delaying things for a reason because it's not meant for us in the, right in the moment. All kinds of things that we don't yet always understand in, in the midst of retrograde season. So uh, if you can think back to where you were April through October and the kind of challenges you faced and how you reacted to them, Uh, But one thing that we were talking about earlier is there's no need to beat yourself up if some of your reactions, especially as we like practice the art of setting boundaries and practice the art of expressing our needs and all these things that a lot of people of our generation and all generations seem to be doing as we get to the 2020 ascension, but a lot of people aren't doing yet either. And so that can cause a contrast and triggers and all kinds of things. And as you practice that it's okay to we said this in a previous podcast about getting angry but even further we were talking about how sometimes there's this theme of calling ourselves out if we feel like we're being petty about things and it's true that there are times when we're being really petty and it's unnecessary but maybe at times indeed we're talking about how we can mistake like just being firm in our choices and firm in what we want and our needs we can kind of like throw that into pettiness but that it doesn't necessarily have to be or even if it is it can be something we allow ourselves to feel yeah like instead of worrying about is this petty of me to to respond in this way I don't think it can ever be petty really to choose not to take care of someone emotionally who's expecting you to do something mm-hmm. unreasonable mm-hmm. for them to take care of them that makes sense so we don't want to overly yeah burden or burden ourselves at all yeah with having to be polite all the time when people mm-hmm. are coming mm-hmm. sideways at us yes that's basically it that's <laughs> and that happened a lot during mercury retrograde we did check ourselves first but I realize that that can be taken to extremes, especially now in this age of us really working on doing the work and going into therapy and integrating tools from different, you know, psychology studies. I do think we have to be careful that we don't overly do so to the point where we're now always being like, hmm, is it my projections? Or hmm, what is my role in this? It's good to have that self-accountability, but not to the point where you're kind of always reflecting at yourself and not remembering that everything is co-created. So when your instincts or ego is telling you to clap back at someone because they've said the most disrespectful thing enough times, like you've let it slide once, you've let it slide twice, and your ego is like, honestly that person needs to be checked I do think it's important for us to let that more honest bolder sometimes aggressive side come out because it's part of our human nature and so life is not always about light and love and Mm -hmm. how does this make you feel and how can we best express this better and sometimes life is getting angry really angry and letting someone know they've crossed your boundaries Mm -hmm. and that you're not going to allow that to happen again Mm -hmm. i'm not going to take on the role of babying anyone Mm -hmm. emotionally i'm just not going to exert my energy in that way wow and um 
I think that's really what retrograde season helped us realize is what we're no longer going to tolerate. That's one of the things that we're realizing and now it's up to us to decide what that means. Sometimes retrograde seasons are moments when people realize what they don't want anymore and what they don't want to tolerate and what needs to shift, but it doesn't always lead to the action being done. That's why the next retrograde, the same situation happens again and sometimes at a higher escalated level. And if the lesson is still not integrated, then the next retrograde, the situation will escalate. So if that's the kind of cycle you felt yourself in, it's okay. I want you to first know that we are human. That's why the retrogrades happen again. You see, it's a cycle like the setting and rising of the sun. And there will come a moment, and it often depends on like where you are in your own chart trajectory. It could be like coincide with an eclipse or some sort of alignment with a major theme in your chart. Maybe the retrograde season for you where a cycle ends. It could be this upcoming Mercury retrograde that a certain cycle ends. It could be the next Mercury retrograde in 2020. It could be Pluto and Saturn retrograde that will take place uh, in spring 2020. But just become more aware that retrogrades are here to help you reveal what your truth really is if it's gotten lost in the midst of like the day-to-day hustle bustle of life. That's why things seem to go slower during retrograde season that's why even manifestations seem to be slower because not all the manifestations are really meant for your growth some are distractions so kind of revisiting what retrogrades mean that's been a theme with know the zodiac and i just i know we get a lot of new listeners so i know in popularized astrology retrogrades are a big buzzword to instill fear but in spiritual evolutionary astrology I really hope we all remember that they're here to rewire our consciousness Um, I'm curious to know how your consciousness has been rewired Skymates please share with us via Twitter and Instagram email us like wow there's going to be some exciting guests this season huh for the for the, the, the second half of this season mm-hmm. i'm so excited what topics do you want to explore more like as we kind of still come down for this we just ha- we're recording this during a major full moon right now full moon in aries energy um and it's it's very inspiring energy also making us sleepy um (laughs) i know a lot of people were hella sleepy with this full moon but in a really energizing way at the same time yeah how are you feeling in terms of all the manifestation we've done we we, we keep telling our skymates to celebrate their growth but we really should celebrate ours like We we out here through KTZ. Yeah. It's I'm grown proud. so much. There's all these really great new interns. Yeah. Amazing team. Um, and they're the ones who are sharing knowledge and memes and laughter. Daria, Raina, Noeli, Emily, and Star. Yeah. And then Amani is uh, the social media manager of Know the Zodiac. Yeah. So the growth that we're experiencing is a representation of a lot of the cosmic energy um 
and is there anything that you are excited in particular to explore via the KTZ podcast this season and beyond? I'm excited to get the Skymates involved more. Mm-hmm. We are about to record another episode. Mm, a highly awaited it's one. It kind of was an experiment just to ask, what questions do you guys have to address... Uh, Scorpio what, men. Yeah, what, what <laughs> questions do you have for Scorpio men? Mm-hmm. And it's just so many more responses than we even <laughs> expected. So I'm excited to keep doing that for so different polarizing (laughs) astrological signs oh yeah Uh, compatibility I'm excited for that for sure that's been a huge request and then I know we talk a lot about healing but I want us to laugh more too so like laughing at ourselves Mm -hmm. and the things that we often experience as different signs of the zodiac I would love to just us just laugh a bit more about what it's like to be a human on mm-hmm. Earth in in space right now. Like let's just that's literally our lives. Like some xenon stuff right now. Okay, <laughs> just some little <laughs> critters on Earth. Supernova girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> zoom oh zoom my. zoom. Hey. <laughs> boom boom. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so Skymates, we may or may not be signing off to watch Xenon, Girl of the 21st um, Century. I think we have to now. That's <laughs> the only option now. Uh, it was wonderful. I am glad you all bared with us during retrograde season. I know you probably had your own moments of metamorphosis. So share with us and uh, make sure to subscribe, comment, review, and uh, get ready because this season is going to be out of this world mm-hmm. yep thank you for everything indeed oh thank you dose have a wonderful hmm, present moment skymates enjoy the here and now all right